Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rusty Quill presents. Hey everyone, Alex Etalander here. While we're in our mid-season hiatus, I thought you might enjoy hearing the first episodes of the shows we've done crossovers with for the first half of season five. Three adventurers travel the world of Calanthus, uncovering hidden mysteries lost to the ravages of time in this story-driven D&D-based podcast. Here's the first episode of Guild of Adventurers. In the vibrant world of Calanthus, in the bustling metropolis of Dorista, three adventurers stand together with unknown intent at the doors to a large stone building 
I'm Mike. I'll be playing the Dragonborn Outlander character of Kalgar the Barbarian. Banished from my homeland, I desire to return someday to unify the clans and bring about a golden age for my people. I'm Cameron, and I'll be playing Arlen Dulakeen, a noble wood elf from faraway lands, sent on a journey by my father to learn more about the life of others before I can inherit the throne. I'm Callum, I'll be playing Tal Silver, the half-elf rogue who grew up in the city of Dorista with a growing dislike of the nobility of the city. He can probably steal anything from your pockets without you noticing and charm the pants off a coat hanger. And I am Taron, your game master for this story. Hear our tale as it unfolds in this live play D&D-based story-driven podcast and join us for the first episode of Hail and Well Met, Guild of Adventurers. Arlen, Tal, Kalgar the Barbarian, throughout whatever events have transpired in your lives thus far, since as far back as you can remember, you have all felt a deep calling within the very essence of your being to come to the grand city of Dorista, to a specific building at a specific day and time. You know not what this calling is, other than you must attend, and so, there the three of you stand at the doorway of a large building, having knocked on the door, being greeted by a man. You look down and see mud-encrusted boots, barely held together by the remnants of boot nails, worn down by the cobblestones that paved the street to an almost faux existence. Thick brown pants that, while originally designed to keep out the chill of night, would do a poor job of this with the many nicks and tears therein. A what may have once been a white cotton shirt, slovenly untucked from the waist of the pants, being worn underneath a dirty and tired-looking leather breastplate. If you could remove the breastplate from the man and spend a series of nights scrubbing at it with chemicals that should require the use of a face mask, you might begin to see, under the grime and dirt that probably offered more protection than the leather itself, a symbol. If you continued to scrub, you would eventually uncover that this symbol was made up of a cross sword and long-handled axe with a shield over the top. If you then hired a specialist artisan who had experience in uncovering the remnants of stamped words from worn leather, he could, after many painstaking hours, restore four words that sat within the shield motif. You know what, that's a hell of a perception check right there. It's great. Oh, yeah. Those words are et in defensione vite. With none of you knowing ancient languages, you could take these words to a cleric or, or monk or some other person who has the needed knowledge who would, by candlelight, flick back and forth through ancient tomes, blowing dust off scrolls and parchments that no one ever knew existed. This, of course, would lead to the words meaning being uncovered. Et in defensione vite, or in defense of life. If you then return this to the man, handing him back his now cleaned leather breastplate, telling him of the symbol, the words, their meaning, he would look at you uh, quite strangely, partly for um, taking some of his clothing from him <laughs> and leaving him standing in the doorway for what would now be a number of days. <laughs> but also, he would direct your vision upwards, pointing with his finger at the large sign that was bolted above the large doorway in which he stood. On this sign, you would see the words you've painstakingly uncovered, and the symbol that these words sat upon, and beneath this symbol, large metallic letters that spelt out, Guild of Adventurers! Well, come on in then, and we'll show you around. The man that's standing in the doorway invites you in. No other explanation than that. And goes to close the solid, half-foot-thick wooden doors behind you. 
Wow, that must have been some trade. Seems unnecessary, really. He, uh, as he closes the door, he looks out over the wide street and sees an elderly-looking gentleman dressed in bright white clothing, sitting at a small little table, sipping at a hot beverage. The old man notices him looking and nods, giving him a sly wink as the doors close. You step inside the large building and hear your steps echo on the stone floor. High bolted ceilings catch your eyes and a ray of coloured light shine through the peaked stained glass window down onto the floor at your feet, where you uh, see the Guild Crest laying, or bathed in the seven colours of the rainbow. Looking around, you see ornately carved stone pillars supporting dark wood panelling along the walls. You estimate this hall could easily accommodate 200 people or more. It seems designed to point towards the rear of the room, where two staircases come to a landing, where someone could address the crowd below. Then they head upwards again to a room above. The hall has a number of doors coming onto it, and you can make out the door labels etched into a brass plate, one of them saying, Dining. As you take all of this in, you notice something else. Amongst all the intricate carvings and detailed panelling, you see cracks and dust and wear, and you realise that this has not been maintained to a standard that would normally accompany such a grand building. The man turns back to you. My name is Captain Marcus Grinfold, just captain to you three. Now, we can't have you as uh, guild members without proving your valour, but uh, to be honest, I've got some more important business to take care of, so I'll leave you in the capable hands of the lieutenant. As if from the uh, shadows themselves, outsteps a being. Hail and well met. Female voice rings out the greeting of the land. My name's Lieutenant Daniela Thunderforge. <laughs> you can call me Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> I help the captain run the guild, take a sign and tasks, and uh, and do the various duties that uh, generally make sure everything's in ship shape. Lieutenant Dan is a half dwarf, half human, about five two lady who, despite having some dwarven parentage would easily pass just for a short human. She wears the guild uniform for a female, which adheres to the same tones of metal and leather, however significantly more upkept than the captain's. It also has a custom-fitted uh, breast plate. A bodice. <laughs> bodice. Mm. Bosoms. She's got the bosoms. <laughs> I'll take it from here, Captain. You go rest up. <laughs> captain nods, walks off towards the staircase at the far end of the hall, and uh, disappears from sight. All right. Prove your valor. Oh, I know. Follow me. She starts walking away, motioning to the three of you to follow, and asks, Got any questions before we get started? Alan's just going to stand there flabbergasted, just going, But, but, I was expecting something better than this. So, so, so Calgar's going to, going to pipe up, and he's going to say, uh, Lieutenant Dan, I've traveled a long way to be here. What what is it that the Guild of Adventurers do? I was drawn here, and I, I don't know why. That's a very interesting question. The Guild used to do uh, quite a lot of really good stuff, you know, bring prosperity to the land and maintain peace and order and do all those things that you'd normally associate with, you know, good and all things that are proper and, and right in this world. But you know what? Recent times we've, uh, uh, well, you know, the, the land doesn't really seem to care too much about us, and most of the people... Uh, they don't give two hoots as to what we do or what we're doing at any point in time. So, uh, you know, we just get on with things that we want to do, and you know, we try to help out where we can, but, you know, you see, before you three came along, there was only four of us, so we couldn't really do too much. So what, I came to join the city guard? Oh, no, no, the guard. Oh, they're, they're really well respected. We're, we're just the guild. The guard's a whole different kettle of fish. Better? Oh, well... Some people might think they're better, but, but we know they're a bunch of slime balls. Dear ancestors, protect me. 
Well, Lieutenant Dan, I would like to know how much mischief do we get up to? Is there a rivalry maybe between us and the guard? <sighs> well, uh, some of us think we're a little bit above such little little things, but uh, yeah, being honest with you, the, the captain, uh, the captain here, and uh, yeah, he's got a bit of a what's the word you'd say N- nemesis, I guess, with uh, with the, with the guard. Uh, yeah, Captain Faraday of the guard. Yeah, he's a bit of a bit of a nasty guy, really, and he, he kind of rubs things into the captain's face quite a lot. And yeah, he uh, yeah he just lets us all know that that he thinks we're uh, a little bit beneath the uh, beneath the station that he thinks he's at. So uh, yeah, you could say there's some rivalry there, but you know what? Uh, our fortunes are changing. We've got three new guild members. We're gonna be uh, right as rain, no problems. Okay, lead us on, if you will. Yeah. Oh, alrighty. I guess uh, sometimes I feel like I'm the only one who thinks the guild could ever be, uh, again, what it used to be. A symbol of hope and peace in the world. But hey, as I said, three new recruits. We'll see what we can do, right? Throughout your conversation with Lieutenant Dan, uh, she's gently been guiding you towards some closed doors. Looking more closely, you can see a brass plate on the door that says library. But more than that, the doors to the library are wedged shut with dust and grime encrusting the edges. It looks as if the doors haven't been opened in some time. Lieutenant Dan explains that uh, they lost the last guild member that went in there. They found them again pretty shortly thereafter. Bookshelves can be really confusing at times. But, uh, yeah, they still lost him. It was a couple of minutes at least. Everyone was really on edge. Uh, but, yeah, he's okay now. <laughs> your, uh, your task to uh, prove your valor to the guild and, and become full members, which I know you all wanted to, who wouldn't, is to rid this place, this room behind us here, of the menace within and restore the room to its former glory. Any items that you uh, are going to need have already been placed inside, so, uh, you know, you're good to go as soon as you want to. Uh, I won't tell you any more than that. After all, this is a test, and it, and it ain't no open book. Without further ado, the lieutenant, surprisingly for her height and weight, rips open the doors, dust and grime falling all over the floor of the uh, main hall, and uh, shoves the three of you into the library, slamming the doors behind you. She shouts through the now-closed door, Good luck! It's them that shall need good luck when facing Kalgar the Barbarian. And I draw my sword. Ooh, I like it. You, um, you look around, and this room is, is large. Strangely large. It seems larger than it, it should for the size of the doors and the size of the rest of the guild hall from the, from the street where you were standing before. There's a range of study cubicles, comfortable-looking high, uh, high-backed winged chairs for reading the multitude of texts that are in the library. Um, and bookshelves just seem to go off into the distance, fading into the haze of dust that covers everything in this room, limiting your visibility to 10, 15 foot at most. In front of you are the items the lieutenant referred to. You look at them and there's three long wooden handles sitting in three large buckets filled of soapy water. They're mops. She's pretty much asking you to clean the room. That's about as exciting as the guild gets these days. Sorry to say, guys. I'll get you to roll a perception check for me. Kelgar rolls a nine. A nine for Kelgar. <laughs> Tal rolls a three. Tal rolls a three. 23 for Arlen. A 23 for Arlen. Hang on, should I be adding... As a perception check, you will all have a modifier of plus or minus something associated with perception. It'll be on the left-hand side of your character sheets there. So, six for Tal, nine for Kelgar. Twelve. With Twelve. Plus three. Yep. Yep. And? 
23. 23. Okay, all right, so I will start with Tell to begin with. Uh, Tell, the dust obscures your vision and limits what you can see. Perhaps picking up a mop and starting to clean might improve your visibility. Kalgar, whilst the dust is thick, you can see some small outlines of clawed paw prints in the layers of dust in front of you. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Arlen, you see a rodent. Larger <laughs> than a mouse. But not the largest rat you've ever seen. Scurry from around a bookcase. It freezes, looks at you, then turns and flees. You can see the direction it goes and ponder to yourself, why would it go to the center of the room? Did, did you guys see those rats scurry around the room? Well, I mean, you know we didn't. <laughs> because we failed our perception. No, no, no. You know what, though? I've got an inquiry to you, if you will. Uh, no. Kalgar, Kalgar did not. <laughs> Kalgar speaks to himself in the third person. Yeah, I'm, I'll have to remember that. Yeah. i got dark vision. Does that mean I can see in the dark anyway? You can see in the dark, but there's dust obscuring your, oh. your line of sight. Right. So, so Kalgar I, is, is... So I don't see your rats? I, I, I swear I just saw a rat run to the centre of the room. It, it, if there's one rat, there's many rats. Burn it all. <laughs> Knowledge. <laughs> Who needs it? That's a library. They don't use it. So Kalgar's going to walk over uh, and just inspect the mop and, and see if it actually is a mop. It very much, mops? very much is a mop, um, with a nice, warm, soapy bucket of water. How are they warm? The uh, lieutenant put them in oh, there beforehand. And yet, it does still crack it from the door. Ah, she went and shoved it all back into the door cracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do so, you take Arlen's lead and go to the centre of yeah, the room, I, or I'm do just, you pick up your mops and I'm begin just your adventure towards where I saw it go and just start walking that that general direction? I'm leaving the mops behind, by the way. Any torches or sconces in the in the walls? Like, how's the room lit? There is one, uh, sorry, two on either side of the door. Cool. I'm using um, druidcraft just to light those all up as I see them. Yep. No, so they're already lit. Uh, the lieutenant lit them. Fine. Then the I'll early. snuff them out and then light them back up again. They are now lit. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> so you can you can see roughly 15 feet around the areas of the door. Um, your perception roll will allow us as a group to understand that the center of the room is about 50 feet straight ahead. Oh, that's... Around some bookcases. There's that's some very options. good aisles. I like it. <laughs> Straight line. Easy access to the books. Full, quick and easy reading access. I, I'm, 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 Alan's got to make motioning gestures just to go for you guys. Just like, you know, just follow follow me. Just. I feel like Tao is still slightly confused about how he got to this guild with two people that he doesn't know. So I don't think he wants to follow you to the centre <laughs> of the room. That's fine. And because... Let's be honest. He doesn't like your tone of face. Tone of wow. face? I have yeah. quite a handsome face, thank you very much. <laughs> well, no, well, I think Tao would like to perhaps 
you know, start mopping just for something different. Yeah, All I was right. going to say, you know, Calgar isn't isn't um, you know the the, the smartest uh, tool in the shed, being a barbarian. But but if Calgar's job is to mop the floor, then mopping is what Calgar should do. I'm going to proceed because we weren't necessarily told to clean. We were told to go within. So. Off we go. All right. We're splitting the party already. The first oh, yeah. bit of activity we do, we get to split up because only a little I bit. I can always run away. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, in that case, Kalgar and Tal. Roll to mop. Yes, please. Please roll your d20. And you know what? You could apply a modifier of your choosing, be it a be it a, a dex or a strength for, you know, or constitution even for the, for the uh, longevity of your mopping capabilities. Well, being a barbarian, Kalgar is uh, definitely doing it with strength. <laughs> so Calgar rolls uh, a 25. That's a nat 20. Wow. Damn. Yep. So I'm Tal, mopping the hell out of this floor. As, as Tel goes to uh, pick up his mop, you uh, you look to your side and you see that Calgar has already... <laughs> mopping the floor. <laughs> mopping the floor with yeah. the bucket. Yeah. <laughs> hasn't taken the mop out. Hasn't processed it that far, but knows he's supposed to push the mop. And yet somehow this floor is sparkling. It is the biggest <laughs> or the, the brightest, shiniest square foot of yeah, of, of stone flooring square you've floor. ever seen. <laughs> what is, all of his strength has only preceded a foot. He has decided to mop with the bucket. Not taking the mop out, just mop <laughs> with the bucket on the floor. But it's so strong, he probably shattered the bucket. Yeah, so yeah, water is... Everywhere all over the Cal- floor. Calgar asks, um, am I doing this wrong? Dragonborn, do not mop floors. <laughs> are, are you asking that of Tal or of uh, just, Lieutenant it's Dan? Just a, it's just a, you know, no, rhetorical you, question. Yeah, rhetorical. Calgar, you keep, you keep on keeping on. You guys are mopping. Do I need to... Yes, please, roll your, roll your mopping roll. Uh, is that an 18? Indeed it is, oh, sir. <laughs> you guys can mop. Yeah, we know what you're doing for the rest of the campaign. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take that 18 and add it to dexterity because I make this mop and look good. You uh you flip the mop out of your bucket, twist it around your body, and slam it down onto the ground. Boom! And uh, you decide to um you sort of do this. You almost ride the mop um, while mopping. You sort of jump on it and, and sort of almost surf the mop around in corners. And uh, after about five minutes of this mopping, this 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 massive area of ground has already been made sparkling and beautiful much more than it ever was before and you hear through the door lieutenant dan yelling how you guys going in there i'm mopping oh you you found the mops that's great have you uh have you found anything else in there just besides the mops and the dust found a rat found a rat oh no they're back you can you uh can you, in between your mopping, can you make sure you get rid of all those rats for us? Uh, I, I probably should have told you that uh, we've got a little bit of a rat infestation. I, I guess I'm, I'm sorry for that. But, uh, yeah, let's just include that as part of your uh, valor-gaining duties associated with becoming guild members. Uh, that's more like it. And I, I draw my sword and throw my mop down, and I'm <laughs> off after Arlen. <laughs> got the bloodlust. <laughs> all right, Tell, do you follow as well? Yeah, well, it seems like the thing to do, really. All right. And plus, I, I mopped the hell out of that room already. Yeah, it's sparkling. You, you almost slip. It's that shiny. But your dexterity is amazing, and you yeah. just stay on your feet and slide on to the it. middle of the room. Can I can I see if I can sneak up on these rats? Yes, very much so. Yeah? Okay. Okay, that's terrible. 
<laughs> let's go with 13. 13. <laughs> um, hmm. They are rats. They, they are rats. However... What rats. is the passive perception on a rat? Rats actually have quite a good passive perception. Damn it. Um, especially perception checks that rely on smell. Oh, also, how senses. far did he get while we were mopping? Because I'm like running over to him. Like, yeah. And I'm a pretty big dude. <laughs> right. you're, not, you're not that far. So it's a maximum okay. of 50 foot to the middle of the room. But these rats very, very easily perceive because they, they run their perception based on smell. Drat. And they are used to the smell of this you know, dust-encrusted, dank library. Mm. And when they have the doors open, they instantly know someone's in the room and they can tell very quickly who's coming or at least that someone is coming. See, where are a rat? Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So uh, on top of that, you hear the smash, smash, smash of thudding footsteps of Kelgar the Barbarian running to catch up with uh, with Arlen to the centre of the room. Oh, and uh, you, you hear the, the light-footed swish, swish, swish of... The uh, dexterous steps of Tal Silver also making his way to the centre. We uh, now know what your steps sound like. Yeah. <laughs> swish, 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 swish. Well, to be honest, I am an half-elf rogue criminal spy. You probably didn't hear me. Swish, swish, swish. <laughs> so as I, as I, as I approach Arlen, and I, I, I'm assuming I see one of these rats? Well, um, Arlen sees, um, just as you're approaching, um, Arlen sees the rat that he had noticed before slip through a, uh, a grate in the floor. Uh, yeah, a, a water grate, not just something that's great, <laughs> but slip through a water grate in the floor um, in between the bars. It, it sort of wriggles a little bit because it's a bit of a big rat, but it wriggles its butt a little bit and manages to squeeze itself through. You hear it plop down into the water below and uh, hear its feet scurrying off somewhere into the distance. I, I saw a rat go down that grate. Well, let's get after him then. It's in the sewer. And, and I don't even pay attention. I'm, like, getting my hand axe, jamming it into the grate and, and pulling it open. All right, do a strength check for me. I'm doing one. Okay, that's a that's a five plus five. You know, a you ten. could just you try know, opening yeah. it. No, no, you're Kelgar the Barbarian. Kelgar the Barbarian. He does exactly what you've just said. Shoves your, uh, your uh, axe in there, rips this grate off. Uh, dust and rubble flies everywhere from, from the grate that was bolted into the sides. Uh, but you easily open this, uh, open this grate up. Uh, the grate is about uh, three foot wide, so uh, it's a big grate. It's a really great grate. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> but uh, it's easily big enough for um, yeah, even the largest of you to enter in and so, fall into the So uh, Kalgar is, is, is well, he's going to tell you, he's going to say, uh, Companions, uh, should, should, we, should one of us fetch the uh, sconces, the torches on the wall? Yeah, I'll... I'll go get them. All right. I, I kind of want to look around the area behind, like just around us to see if this is like the common bolt hall or if there are any other tracks where these rats are going to and from, like the common walkways. All righty. Roll a um, um, investigation check for me. Sure. While he's doing that, mm. how's a dragonborn sense of smell? Like can, can Calgar sort of, you know, like like Gandalf? <laughs> can can Calgar Gandalf? <laughs> can, he, can he, you know, can he sniff the air and... and sense any danger 15 by the way okay 15 well you'd be able to um and, and to be honest this applies to probably any of you you'd be able to get a general whiff a waft of uh you know rat stench coming from uh the great area below mm. um feces yeah, yeah oh good a sewer um tell you um you've gone and grabbed the, the sconces and come back one in each hand uh do you keep both of them do you hand one off to the other one of the other guys I think since Arlen is in investigating the room a little bit 
you should probably be able to see. Sure. Oh, I, I certainly can. I have dark vision. Yeah, but it's dusty. Yeah, but I have amazing perception. I found the rats. Okay, well, you so can't you... have a torch then. Fine. <laughs> you carry the torch. <laughs> so you, your 15 roll of, um, of investigation, you see, um, you see a number of tracks all over the place. Yep. Um, but ultimately you see that they are all heading back towards this spot as probably the sole and only entry point to the li- or exit and entry point for the for the library. Can I tell how many like rough numbers? Is it like a swarm? With a fifteen roll, yeah, you pick up that there's there's a lot of little claw footprints. You could say swarm. Okay. Has Kalga gonna... already jumped into the No, Kalga hasn't. Alright, I'm gonna tell you guys. Just looking at the tracks, there seem to be an awful lot of those dirty little rats down there. Well, it's a it's a good thing Kalgar would like to go first. Rats do not scare Kalgar. That sounds like an amazing idea. Lead on, good King sir. Companions. I might give him a uh, sconcer as yeah, well. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a torch. As uh, you're talking and passing sconcers, a... Can I have a scoon? A super stealthy rat manages to run between Kalgar's legs, uh, darting between scurrying and squeaking in between and uh, dives himself down into the uh, into the sewers below. Going to hit it with the frostbolt. I would like to throw the dagger. It's yeah, very it. stealthy. You, no, you only noticed it as it went through and uh, and dived in. It beat all of your passive perception checks. After the rat. Companions, before before we descend, uh, I just want to introduce myself. <laughs> I'm Kalgar, uh, and I like to know the men who I'll be fighting beside, and women, people. I'd like to know the people I'll be fighting beside. You're a strange fellow, aren't you? I haven't been around people for a long time. Yeah. You're one of those hermits. What's your name, Elf? My name is Arlen de la Kane. I'm a noble from lands very far away. Just going to nod. Yep. And I am Tal. And that's all you get. Well, it's wonderful. Should it's, we all jump down a pleased, sewer? Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm pleased to meet you. And then I'm just going to jump down into the into right. the water. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just before or after he jumps down, there, I'm just going to pull up beside Tal and just go, good idea sending him first. Very, very good idea. All right, and then I'm going to jump down the hole. Okay, so can the can the two of you guys please make a dex check for me? Sure. Dexterity roll, please. You can apply your acrobatics <laughs> to it. Uh, my acrobatics is a, is a one. So, so your entire roll is a one. Is a two. Is a two. With that would be a natural one for your base roll. It would. Yes. All right. Kalgar, uh, Kalgar roll, uh, j- jumps down, uh, all barbarian-like, and um, uh, without having checked beforehand, doesn't uh, realise that this is actually a very slimy, slippery sewer. And uh, nice. his foot lands on the, on a curve of the sewer wall and it uh, rolls itself. Um, and uh, you, you, you need to you limp a little bit. It's, it's quite painful. It hurts. You haven't broken anything, but it's just rolled, and it's a little bit sprained. So uh, for the next few minutes, you're only going to be your, your movement speed will be halved mm-hmm. for the purposes of any combat that may come. Did, up. did anyone see? Uh, no, you jumped out first, so <laughs> okay, no, one, no one saw. And yeah, uh, yeah being a barbarian, you off but hang on, yeah. pretend he's, he's holding the only torch. Happened. He's going first. You guys probably heard like no, there's two, there's two. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, what yeah. does what, what sound? You're you're a dragonborn. Yeah, uh, have we established that? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you can see me. I've got like scales. I'm, I think I'm bronze in color. Can, can you give uh, me a, just just a, just a sound check of what does a hurt dragonborn sound like? <laughs> like like 
maybe. Or right, that might it. be orcish. That, whatever. That works. That I like it. Well. It's we'll fun. keep that and reuse it for future uh, episodes. Yeah, yeah. I'm brass. I'm brass. Just for all the listeners, uh, I have brass scales. Shiny. Brass coloured scales. And, and you can clearly see that. Right? that you're not, oh, you haven't shimmer. got any disguise on to make you look like you're not wearing a human skin or anything like that. So. Not yet. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, just, just draped over one shoulder is just like a bit of like elbow skin. Just. Just right there. Are you dragonborn with an elbow skin on you, or are you actually a person wearing a dragonborn armor? Wow, that's very, he's a leper. Very Donnie Darko of you. <laughs> um, Arlen, you jump down after uh, after Kalgar. What is your dexterity? Twenty three. Twenty three. Oh. Is that just your standard number that you roll? It's pretty good. Mm. So, like a sure footed cat. Yeah, it's this is eighteen plus five. So you know, I'm I'm gonna no, hang on, dexterity. Nope. Revise that back to. 21. That's yeah. pathetic. Yeah, it's pathetic. terrible. Does he, like, slip and break his ankle? <laughs> you slip, snap your neck, and die. Thanks for playing. All right. Reroll character. Let's go. <laughs> no, you uh, jump down and uh, land Trinity in the Matrix-like after throwing her bicycle off the ceiling uh, in the tripod landing of the bottom of the... Um... You don't remember that scene? Which movie Matrix? is that? The Matrix. The where... first one. No, it's the end of She's on her Matrix motorbike. 1. She does oh, the motorbike. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry. When you said bike, I'm like, she didn't have a bicycle. Yeah, yeah I, thought you meant, I thought you meant she was riding a bicycle upside down on the roof. Yeah. Yeah. That so, would be fantastic. Man, I must have missed that scene. <laughs> Trinity rides a bicycle off the side of a building. While wearing spandex. Yeah, on the roof. I was thinking like, <laughs> what? So the, like yeah. upside down? And, yeah, great never scene. mind. I haven't watched it for a long time. <laughs> so oh. Arlen lands expertly in the sewers without uh, any, any issues, having rolled a 21 as his dexterity. Now that I've done all of that, mm. this is me as Calgar mm-hmm. talking. Uh, I look around. Is is there like a ladder by chance? There is no ladder. Okay, that's good. I feel better about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tell, you're still up above. What would you like to do? Mm. Just keep mopping. Come on, join us. No, I, I think I I think I might go down the hole yeah, too. Alrighty. Are you going to jump down or uh, cautiously make your make your way down, or at least check first? Do you have a rope in your backpack that you want to tie off to a bookshelf mm. or something like that? Maybe just inch your way down. Calgar's going Actually, off Actually, yeah, I, I think I... Do I have a rope? I have, like, you a... Do. You You've do. You've got, uh, I think it's 30 foot or so. Is it or even hempen longer? rope, though? How, how, <laughs> how like, it, it's dank, deep you know, is dank this? Rope. It's only about 10 foot. Roughly. Yeah, you can totally do that. I think I would like to tie off on a bookshelf Done. of some description. Sure. All right, so you tie off your rope around, uh, around one of the bookcases close by, throw the rope down into the hole and expertly scurry down it. And then chuckle at the two idiots that jump down. Oh, that's that's using I, your brain. I'm a pro, young half elf, right? <laughs> Fantastic. See, if you were to be a full elf, you would understand these things, and you could just naturally do it. Racism. All right, so already. I'm going to leave. Oh these yeah, two. I'm going to leave these two to their bickering and start edging forward. All right. with my torch. I, I guess I can't hold character. a torch and my my double my my two handed longsword. Um, for the purposes of plot progression, we'll say that's fine. Um, <laughs> Otherwise, maybe you throw the torch down to the ground if you go into combat. Yeah. Okay. All right. Although, is, is the, the ground, ground going to extinguish it? It yeah. will. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, I might. I might. I'm going to sheathe my greatsword. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take out my hand axe. Okay. But I'm probably not going to use it for throwing. I'll probably just like slash. Slash. All right. How uh, wide is the hall corridor sewer? So it's a cylindrical shape. Um, okay. Roughly six, uh, sorry, ten foot in diameter. Oh, cool! Two people. Yeah, easily two people. You could probably Done. squeeze side on. You know, it's 
turn on the side and go to three of you if you really wanted to shuffle. Okay. That might not be an efficient way of walking down no. the sewer, but uh, yeah. that is what it is. So I'm sort of creeping forward. Yeah. I got the torch in one hand out the front to my left. Got my hand axe sort of up near my right ear, ready to ready to go, and I'm sort of edging forward barbarian style. All right. You see in the in the distance with your torch, thankfully with the aid of your torch, you see in the distance of about 15 foot a T intersection. And as you're creeping up to the T intersection, about 10 foot away, uh, three rats scurry past from right to left and uh, jump out of sight. What horrors await our heroes in the depths of the sewer below? Will they find their goal and fulfil their purpose? Will they prove their valour and become members of the guild? Or will they perish in their futile attempt? Find out next time on Hail and Well Met, Guild of Adventurers. This podcast wouldn't be possible without the amazing team at Hail and Well Met both in front and behind of the microphone. We'd also like to shout out to Sirenscape, a revolutionary sound design app that provides ambient background sound and music like soundtracks and allows us to make this soundscaped podcast. So head over to sirenscape.com and check it out for yourself. Kalgar asks, am, am I doing this wrong? Dragonborn, do not mop floors. I'm mopping.